Hi, my name is Emily Lind. You may have seen me in Warner Brothers' Doctor Sleep, out now. My new song, Castles, is streaming on all streaming platforms right now. You're on Below the Belt, and I hope you have a good night. The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. show of course with COVID-19 we had to do a little bit of a workaround so we're doing a Skype <laughs> Skype version of below the belt show so let's go ahead and introduce the virtual room the virtual <laughs> your, room <laughs> that's right I'm your host Al Soto aka Celebrity Soto your host for the most we hope this works guys well nonetheless let's go ahead and introduce that's right he's the king of the 80s the demotivational speaker the one and only Chachi McFly also joining in studio, that's right, he is a member of the U.S. Marine Corps. He is the one and only, the Captain Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. Please keep your seatbelts fastened, your seat back straight up, and your fucking... God, I almost got it again. Your tray <laughs> table's think... in their upright and locked position. <laughs> we're in for an interesting ride because technically we're still on the ground because we're not allowed to leave anywhere. So... Um, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show, bud. <laughs> Thanks for having me virtually, Big Virtually. Nick. This is like the very first quarantine edition. <laughs> you know, it's like the first episode ever that's not in the glorious WNBC studios. Yes, exactly. But yeah. everybody's making changes for things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're not canceling... They're doing something completely different, like doing stuff. I mean, if you think about it, Jimmy Fallon's doing a show at home. Um, uh, I think Good Morning America. I think Robin Roberts is doing her show for, from yeah. her house. So a lot yeah. of people are doing shows from their house. So if not, they're actually canceling, you know. So BTB is not us. Not us. Not us. BTB we'll never cancel. <laughs> Entertain the masses. And um, we talked to Chachi last week. Obviously, it's been. It's been, gosh, it's been so surreal and so, so different. We we don't have any sense of normalcy. Big uh, Nick, how have you been dealing with this uh, this crisis pandemic? Oh, man, Corona's been kicking me in the ass. First, uh, got laid off. You know, I work for a company that makes signs for big conventions and right. businesses and all that uh, stuff. And so we were starting to get that trickle down from that before the pandemic really got big. And then... Uh, as soon as they made it official, 
uh, I lost my job, so I'm on the hunt, man. Damn, so, so I've had about 20 days of quarantine. I've been chilling at my house. Damn. Wow, dude. I'm, kept, I keep, I'm catching up on all my movies and all my video games, though. So that's one thing I can say that's great about the uh, the quarantine is that I have been all my shows that are on to do list to watch. Like, I finished Fear of the Walking Dead. I'm almost finished Glow season three. Uh, there's a lot of other shows that I want to finish up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this has been, I mean, that's it's the small bright side to uh, this uh, pandemic, which is obviously yeah. a small, very minuscule bright side to what's going on. But gosh, I mean, so President Trump thinks that everything should be opened up and just raring to go by Easter. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, uh, is he, is he a little too optimistic? He's blowing smoke up our asses. Uh, I don't know, but it seems... I don't know, man. Easter seems very soon. That is actually... Yeah. I think it'll be another month if um, we're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably at least another month. Apparently, you know, they're, pro- they're projecting all the way down to, like, August or something like that, aren't they? Oh, my God. No, nah, I can't would, imagine that. That would be something else, man, yeah. for real. Yeah. Uh, Trump suggested he wanted people uh, to get back to work. Um, he just says he does not want to turn the country off. And, uh, I mean, it's obviously the economy's hurting right now. Like you said, Nick, you, unfortunately, people are losing jobs. Yep. Um, and, uh, and this has just been absolutely nuts, man. And, uh, obviously, uh, safety and well-being and health is, is the main uh, focus for everything. Um, Definitely. Um, but, you know, Trump has talked about this, uh, hydrochloroquine um, drug, chloroquine drug that apparently uh, was used to treat malaria, which supposedly uh, was very uh, effective. But, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, but apparently someone took, um, I guess, an aquarium-grade form of, of, a, of that drug and died. <laughs> I guess it's meant to uh, use to clean fish tanks or aquariums, mm. supposedly. Hmm. Maybe so, that's something you shouldn't uh, ingest. I don't know. Yeah, that was a bad choice. That was a bad choice. Yeah, that's called natural selection. Last time I checked. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, if you're taking a drug, make sure it's not the of the fish tank variety, this coral coral queen, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for for the the husband. It was a, a couple, a husband and wife, and the. Um, the husband actually passed away from taking that chloroquine, and the the wife had to it was in the ER for a while, and uh, it was really, I mean that's tragic. That's yeah, tragic. that sucks. That's no good. Yeah, um, but you know, um, I mean, celebrities are trying to help out. You know, I know with the shortage of medical supplies, um, it's it's very been very tough. I know that Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, has a GoFundMe ca- campaign to raise money for supplies, gowns. And masks for hospitals, and um, there's actually uh, I don't know if you remember Christian Soriano. He's from Annapolis, Maryland. He was on Project Runway. I know you watch those shows, Nick. Like Project oh, yeah. Runway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Christian Soriano. <laughs> so apparently he uh, answered um, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, and said, "If uh, uh, Governor Cuomo says we need uh, masks, my team will help make some." So he actually. Uh, as a fashion desire, uh, was willing to help make these N95 masks. I don't know. I mean, I assume they'd be more fashionable than functional, but probably. <laughs> I don't I'm know sure if they, they come work. in fun colors. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, 
And uh, I don't know, dude. It's just like a lot of people uh, and a lot of industries are have lost jobs. And one, one, uh, you have to think about the strippers out there. Yeah. Uh, strippers, like with all the nightclubs being shut down, strippers can't work. And apparently in Portland, Oregon, a strip club is doing a delivery service, a topless delivery service. What do you think about that, guys? It's called. I think that's a billion dollar idea. <laughs> Check out the name, Boober Eats, for a a $30 delivery fee. The sum is split between club employees, and you can order a burger and fries or anything you want. And two strippers, accompanied by a security guard, of course, uh, (laughs) with mask, gloves, hand sanitizers, but no shirt, (laughs) will come deliver your food to your doorstep. So there you go. Um, obviously that's not a perfect solution because they're not making as much as they are, you know, giving lap dances and going to champagne room, but it's, it's a way to keep the strippers employed, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, yeah. pays the bills. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're hotter than the um, Asian guy that comes to my house delivering Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're still supporting Chinese food at this time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Those, those egg rolls are the best. It's, it's worth the risk. <laughs> so more celebrities are being diagnosed with corona guys uh prince charles um of is course prince Queen charles Elizabeth. considered a celebrity though he's i mean public, he's a celebrity everybody knows he's, he's a, a public he's a public figure so yeah. yeah yeah so the prince of wales is displaying mild symptoms and is otherwise in good health but he is 71 years old so he's over that 70 age, you know 70 um age range that you know, unfortunately, it's a lot more difficult to deal with uh, this coronavirus. But, you know, our well wishes are off to the royal family and Prince Charles will be OK. But that's a huge public figure to, to get the coronavirus, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really got to figure all the people they sit there and shake hands with or greet all the time. I mean, they come in contact with a lot of people. But the yeah. royal family is having time. a bad year. You know, it, it's been rough for them. He's not sure. He says he had a bunch of private meetings with individuals, all of whom were made aware of the situation. Yeah. Um, uh, more celebrities. Harvey Weinstein, guys. Harvey Weinstein tested positive for coronavirus and had to do, obviously, with his stay at the uh, Rikers Island Correctional Facility. As you know, there was several of the, the, the prisoners there, the inmates there, had contracted um, COVID-19. Um I don't know if a lot of people think this is a good thing, but uh, considering how Harvey is considered, um, you know, um, I wonder if somebody gave it to him. (laughs) It's like maliciously, like I have Corona. I'm going to go lick Harvey Weinstein in the face and make sure he gets it. (laughs) Or they intentionally, you know, lock them up near an inmate that has it. Exactly. Like uh, intentionally. Yep. Yeah. That I mean, that's insane, dude. I mean, that guy's having the worst year ever. He is not having a good year. He's not having a good year, man. We're all having I'm a bad year. This guy, 2020, got his year. Back, though. So what? Oh, I said, uh, I'm, I'm curious if the prop department got their walker back when he oh. finally sent him to prison. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that was a load of bullshit. Right next to, uh, right next to Bill Cosby's um, blind cane. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jesse Smollett allegedly wants uh, the uh, the Walker for his upcoming court. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Idris Elba, this was really sad. I think we reported last week that Idris Elba uh, has also been tested positive for COVID-19. Um, he was actually on Oprah um, 
to talk about his new um, his show. Um, and he actually revealed that he was been self-quarantined, but he hasn't shown any t- typical symptoms yet. Fever, coughing, etc. Um, so a lot of people are getting the virus, but they're not showing any symptoms. So they're asymptomatic. And um, Idris is one of them so far. He says uh, he has not. Which is surprising, maybe considering you have... Oh, this is why. Because you have to be symptomatic to take the test, right? Right. He said he was meeting with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife. That's how he got it. And because they both tested positive, he ended up getting the test himself. And there you go. Yeah. Bing, bang, yeah. boom, corona. Exactly. Um, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are feeling better after being treated um, and uh, have been uh, quarantined staying at home. Um Daniel Day Kim uh, also tested positive from Hawaii Five O and lost. Mm. And, um, he actually contacted it, which is sad because uh, it's in New York. It was on the set of New Amsterdam. I actually have a couple friends that worked on that show in New York. Yeah. And uh, one of them is has having some cough symptoms right now, actually. Oh no. And I really hope that hope and pray that she does not have uh, uh, COVID nineteen. Obviously, she worked on that TV show. Um, she wasn't feeling well, but we'll have to follow up on, on... That's Anna Kuchma, by the way. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if you guys were in studio when she called in one time. Um, she actually helped out for our interviews at the New York Comic Con. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, let's hope she gets a speedy recovery. Yeah, let's, let's, and let's hope she doesn't have the COVID-19. Um, yeah. Andy Cohen, uh, the host of What Happens Live, has it. Um my gosh, this is a increasingly longer list than from last week. Um, wow. Also, Colton Underwood, the former star of The Bachelor, also uh, tested positive. Um, Placido Domingo, opera legend, also tested positive. Devi Mazar uh, from uh, Goodfellas, younger. She was also the publicist of um, Vinny Chase in Entourage. Remember her, uh, Chuck? Oh, yeah. She also announced that she had tested positive for COVID-19. Damn. How, dude? Unreal. Um, members of the trash metal band Testament have all ter- uh, tested positive for uh, COVID-19. Oh, and I know t- Testament. Yeah. yeah, the entire band is positive, guys. Jeez. Well, they oh. suck, so it's not that bad. Oh. <laughs> I'm teasing. Too soon. That sucks. That too sucks. Soon? Too soon. Too too soon. Way too soon, yes. <laughs> um shoot uh no this is a uh, very um ironic uh so dr ian lipkin revealed in an interview with uh that he had tested for coronavirus he served as the medical consultant for the movie contagion <laughs> talk about fine irony art was it oh, irony art the life um that's karma that's yeah. bad karma, dude. Yeah, man. That's really rough. sucks, man. Um, and of course, these are p- people that have been tested positive, but fortunately, we have some sad passings. Obviously, um, how many in the U.S. have passed away? I think it's we're over 800 now. I think so. I believe over 800 uh, in the United States only, but still, that's a pretty high number. Uh, one of those includes Chef Floyd Cardoz. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the top chef master winners. 
first admitted to the hospital with fever last Wednesday. Yeah. Um, um, had, had passed away. Um, super sad, man. He's from uh, India. He moved to New York to open up his restaurants, and he's become quite successful restaurateur. And, man, what a fucking bummer, guys. What a bummer. Yeah, yeah now, this, sucks. Now, this one's a little closer to home, guys. This is, this is a UMBC professor. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, man. His name is Maurice Berger. He's also the curator of the Jewish Museum uh, at the Center of Art, Design, and Visual Culture. Um, he was, I guess, uh, the Jewish uh, Times had uh, written um, this article um, about him. And uh, that's super sad because that is the home of uh, WNBC guys. So Yeah. Um, well, he caught it in New York, I read. He caught it in New York. So he, he, had, yeah. he hadn't been teaching... Right. Uh, I guess this current semester, I guess. I mean, I guess he was in New York. Um, but he had caught in New York and uh, Maryland. I guess it's it's I guess it's it's kind of relieving to think that we're we're not as high as the other states in the U.S. right now. Um, yeah, but didn't we have like some of the first um, positive like uh, first people to get it? Didn't they get through Maryland or might just yeah, I believe there was like three, um, like last month, I think, yeah. and now and now it's like over a hundred. Yeah, um, and I think those those three people were on the same cruise, and in Montgomery wow. County, I think that sounds familiar, Nick. If those are who you're alluding to. Yeah, that's who I was alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they're one of the first ones, but they're definitely they had caught it early on a cruise. Okay. And um, film premieres, guys, are getting delayed. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman postponing Diana Prince's return to the big screen. Wonder Woman 1984 will now hit theaters on August 14th instead of June 5th. Bro, and this, that's, this is That's on my birthday, so that makes me happy. I get to see it on my birthday, and that's cool. And I'm sure... I know that Lion Beckwith is very happy with this news because he did not want to direct to video. Um, yeah. Premiere. He wants the big premiere. He wants to go to the premiere, blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. actually relieved that they push it to August. Yeah, um, and you know they were rumors and articles online about them wanting to do, uh, um, you know, direct to like streaming or whatever. And I argued saying there's no way they're going to like take that big of a hit and bring it right to streaming instead of waiting like you know a couple exactly. months to come to the theater where they're going to make all their money. So yeah, because once all this stuff is over, I mean, movie theaters are going to get bombed with people i mean everybody's going to want to go out and do stuff again oh, right so it's probably like, if anything it's going to make more money than they were originally projecting but is august still too soon guys can we be sure that everything like monster mania for example monster mania rescheduled the big convention to august also so right. this is only being very optimistic that things are back to normal by august guys which i really pray and hope so oh yeah. my god yeah but yeah like um you know, once that once those movies come out on streaming, then they get pirated so quick, so then people can have them on all the illegal um, devices. So, yeah, no, I mean, nobody goes and sees anything after that. Yeah. Right. So the longer they can have it at the theater, the better for them. Yeah. Yep. But some uh, movies that are taking an early release on video on demand, including Bad Boys for Life, uh, which mm-hmm. will be available on March 31st. Also, Star Wars. Um, the Rise of Skywalker also will be released on Blu-ray on um, March 31st, and I think I believe it's, if not 
this weekend or next weekend's already going to be available on video on demand. I mean, I've already pirated that, so it's cool. <laughs> did you really? Of course did I you, did. I'm not paying for that damn movie. Allegedly. 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 Correct. FBI, if you're watching. Lucasfilm, you know, just in case, right? You never you yeah. want to see allegedly. Yeah, they, uh, Lucas listens to our show, so be careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, obviously, um, you know, things are affected, but, you know, Stuff that has been pro, uh, post-production is still going to be produced and stuff. So, and they're still going to make plans for, for films. Um, Searchlight Pictures has uh, closed global rights for Olivia Wilde's Perfect, a film called Perfect, which Olivia Wilde is kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, about uh, Olympic gymnast Carrie Strug. Um, so I guess it's a biopic. So that one. Um, oh, the the chick that landed a, a vault on one foot. I remember watching that on TV. Right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, she completed her final vault on a badly badly injured ankle. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I know. I know my fucking gymnastics, yo. Yeah, you do. That's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> that was back in '86. That's right. No, that was '90, '94. I mean, sorry, '96. I mean '96. '96. Yeah. '96. Yeah. Um. So South by Southwest was uh, canceled. I don't think they even decided to postpone. They decided to still vote on the films, and uh, a, a comedy called Shithouse won the Grand Jury Award. <laughs> what, a t- what a title of a film. It's called Shithouse. Shithouse, yeah. In the narrative feature competition. <laughs> you know, it, it suits it suits what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big award. And, of course, uh, a, a, film, a documentary film called An Elephant in the Room took the top prize for documentary. Gotcha. So those are the two big winners there. Um, also, um, they're actually going to be uh, the Tribeca Film Festival, which is another film festival. Cancel, guys. Will be releasing their short films for completely free uh, on, I believe, on their website TribecaFilm.com. Well, so you can cool. actually see some of the uh, short films that were slated to be shown at the festival. Of course, it was canceled, so people will still get a chance to see these films. Um, starting with um, huh, the daily series, oh, they're calling this a short film a day keeps anxiety away. That's what they're calling what they're doing. So that's kind of cool. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure you'll, you guys are looking forward to one of their feature, or their films that will be shown called Hardish Bodies, and it's a, and it says if you hear a knock on the door, it might just be a plus size male stripper. Oh, so, good. I was going to say, that's something I can get behind. (laughs) I might just be the plus-size male stripper you don't know about. We'll see, won't we? That's right, man. We might see that. (laughs) (laughs) Times are tough, tough, right? Uh, Nick, would would you strip uh, during these tough times? You know, if I got to show my butthole to make a buck at this point, (laughs) it might just happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... um, uh, they just dropped a trailer for one of my favorite actors, Lily Collins. That was my number two next to Margot Robbie, by the way, Chachi, if you remember. Oh, all right. um, uh, the film's called Inheritance. And as you know, Lily Collins' famous father, Phil Collins. Um, but um, it's it's kind of pretty, she's pretty cool. Can she I just is, say she I hot? never put that together? Like, how is she hot? Like, she I never to? knew Lily Collins was, was Phil Lily Collins. Lily Collins is not That's married. Crazy. Oh, Phil Collins. Who? Uh, her name's Lynn Collins, is uh, Phil's ex-wife. Oh, okay. Lynn Collins? 
Lynn Collins is Phil Collins. Gotta be hot as hell because this girl looks nothing like Phil Collins. She's Not gorgeous. at all. Oh, Lynn Collins. Beautiful? Is, Lynn Collins. Oh, she's drop dead gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lily Collins is my one of my new favorite actresses, and and I actually met her uh, uh, last year at the Tribeca Film Festival. I, we interviewed her for Click on This, so that definitely one of my more memorable moments. Yep. Uh, was just the chance to interview her and Zac Efron. At the have either of you guys seen um, Shockingly Evil and uh, Vile on Netflix? I was going to watch it today. Oh, cool! But instead, I watched Kung Fu Panda Part Two. Okay, when you get to it, you'll see Lily. She plays opposite of Zac Efron, who plays Ted yeah. Bundy. Chachi, you haven't seen it yet? I have not. It's definitely worth a look, guys. It's on know. my list. It's on the yeah. list. I know what's on your list, Big Nick. A uh, show on Disney Plus called. The Mandalorian. We're all waiting for season two. Oh, man. Even and more now with, bro, I'm sure, something you're going to say in a minute. Yes, so that I won't is right, it. guys. Rosario Dawson will be playing fan favorite from the Clone Wars, Ahsoka Tano, in season two. So, decision. A great so, decision. A great decision because a lot of people, she's been campaigning to be Ahsoka Tano, I believe, since day one. I didn't know and, that. Yeah, because... And a lot of people say she has that similarity in the facial features to the yeah, animated she, version, which yes. I don't know if that makes any sense because it's real human versus animated. I think she could pull it off. She can definitely pull it off. And age-wise, it's just right because she was, in the Clone Wars, she was like in her 20s. Yeah. So we're talking like you're going to need somebody in your 40s for the timeline of Mandalorian. Great choice, man. I, I think it's amazing. They're actually thinking of giving, with the success of, obviously, Mandalorian, they're going to do spinoffs, and they already mentioned um, having a spinoff for ah- Ahsoka Tano. That's cool. Uh, obviously, Disney Plus has to crank out all this um, stuff, because if you think about it, other than all the Disney movies, for us Marvel fans have already seen all the movies, Mandalorian's all we have of new content. Yeah. We've yeah. seen all those Marvel movies, so we're really waiting for these new Marvel series and new Star Wars series to um, to drop on Disney Plus. Because otherwise, we're watching Frozen too. You know, it's like yeah, right. We yep. need some more. We need some more content. You know, yeah. another another new cast member uh, for Mandalorian is Michael Bean, best known for starring in James Cameron's uh, The Terminator and Aliens. Um, he's going to play a bounty hunter from Mando's past. Really? Yes. I'm okay with this. That's pretty cool. And the fact that he was a part of uh, the Terminator definitely has that cool tie-in to being a bounty hunter. Yep. Um, which is really, really cool. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but WWE is partnered with Netflix to produce a sitcom uh, starring The Big Show. It's called The Big Show Show. <laughs> Okay. So Big, Big Show will be paying a dad of teenage daughters. Oh, and Jesus. Yes, yep. He's got a teenage daughter that lives with him and two younger daughters. And um, I guess it's just that he's playing himself, I guess. Um, but it's a scripted uh, sitcom. And you can check that out on Netflix starting on April 6th. The trailer is actually pretty funny. And Big Show has proven his comedic chops in the WWE, so... Yeah, like I'm watching, I'm looking at the um, promo picture right now, and it has him holding up like his wife and three daughters, like yeah, arms. Yeah, that's so pretty funny. Yeah, the, the actress that plays his wife is really pretty. 
How big is she? Is she kind of is she like a normal sized person? Yeah, she's a little person. <laughs> the daughter? A, no, no, well, the, the, his the, wife. the wife. The wife. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to yeah. think of logistics if they when you know when they're. That's seven, true. Seven you know. foot tall, and you can't teach that, man. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised the shows would be on Netflix and not on um, WWE Network. Um, they haven't taken the um. You know, I think it's a wiser decision. More subscribers on Netflix, more exposure. Yeah. Maybe they have a deal where it's going to also show on, on WWE Network. Is that possible? Yeah. They'll probably make more money on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. That's another good point there, uh, Captain. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, so Eliza Schlesinger, a comedian extraordinaire, is also going to do a sketch series called the Eliza Schlesinger Sketch Show. Whatever her um, name. Yeah, man. She's going to lead her ensemble cast in a satire show packed with original characters um and uh i guess in the the style of saturday night live and man tv um then again i never i always wondered why eliza never did like snl because i think she'd be great but but she's doing her own sketch show anyway so there you I go i wonder if she like tried out and didn't get it that's another possibility too you know did an audition but she's got her own gig and it starts on april 1st uh, I'm going to be checking out. So you guys might know more about this um, documentary than That's I do. a good on chance. Netflix because it's like the number one trending show on Netflix. It's called Tiger King. Yes. Um, uh, it follows um, Joe Exotic, the owner of a big cat zoo in Oklahoma. His real name is Joseph Maldonado Passage. And he's found to be guilty of hiring a hitman to kill... Um, a woman named Carol Baskin, um, mm-hmm. a rival of his animal uh, exotic animal world, and he's serving a multi-decade prison sentence. So crazy. So we see everything. Like, so have I ever seen it? I, 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 yeah. I started watching the first episode um, maybe a couple days ago. It's interesting, man. Like it's a uh, the so the person that he tried to have killed ran her own zoo but i guess ran it differently and so they were always at odds with each other or some shit it's entertaining and he's like a, a combination of um siegfried and roy and dog the bounty hunter oh my goodness wow oh That's, he's he's so many things yeah he's so many things i mean he's he's gay he's, he's uh, gay. a okay. redneck he's a he's a country music singer oh, and he owns like um you know big cats you know, and that's only a few of the things that he that he does. Like it's it's like picture a Jerry Springer um, show on steroids with oh tigers. <laughs> I, I mean, every every person on this show it's is insane. So crazy. Like um, yeah. it, it's very entertaining. And like um, you said you've seen the first episode, Nick. I mean, definitely by episode three, it really starts to like getting going, like like really good. Oh, okay. Well, I'll keep watching it then. Yeah, so definitely give get past the first two episodes, which are, are still entertaining, but. You know, it, it gets to be real entertaining by episode three. Cool, cool, cool. I'll check it but out. Yeah, like um, that woman, like I mean, yeah, she definitely got on my nerves, and like, you know, not saying I want anybody killed, but um, I could definitely see his frustrations with her. <laughs> I gotta yeah, check it out. It's the number yeah. one trending show on Netflix, so I guess it's worth a look, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, worth a look. Actually, it's worth a look. He actually ran for president, and um. Are you serious? 2016. Jesus 
as a libertarian. Huh. Oh my god, that's he, insane. And then he ran for governor of his state um, two years later. Oh my god. He came in like third. I think he got like like 20% of the vote or something crazy. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> but he would um he ran his own um his own like uh, online um TV show and uh, he would talk about wanting to kill this woman and like, you know, just calling her a bitch on the air and everything. I mean, he like he definitely didn't hold back at all against her. Well, he bought wow. the ticket and taking the ride now, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> definitely a character oh my god like yeah. and other people on the show are just as big of um characters like um another guy there owns like a, like a another animal habitat and he has um i think like five wives and most of them are pretty hot wow and he right. like it's kind of like a, he's kind of like a cult leader for this other animal habitat okay and like hmm. a lot of these a lot of these younger women are drawn to um to these to these cats and want to play with tigers and stuff so these guys get like a lot of these hot you know women by, <laughs> uh, you know, by them wanting to be around these cats and that and the one guy used to bring bring these um small like tigers to vegas and he would sneak them in on a, in the suitcase and bring them up to his hotel room and he would get hot women from the ho- from the casinos up to his hotel rooms to see these um, <laughs> baby tigers. I mean, it was like a whole thing. It, it I could just see it. Hey, man, you want to come see my tiger? <laughs> yeah, and they showed him sneaking it in in a suitcase, sticking this tiger in the suitcase into the hotel. Poor cat. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> supposedly everybody's watching. I have to watch it, guys. Yeah. I do have I do have to catch up on Westworld. So apparently, there's a really cool Easter egg with the creators of Game of Thrones. That's David Benioff and Dan Weiss. Uh, they actually had cameos in last night's episode when they were creating a medieval fantasy-themed park uh, on Westworld. Uh, they actually played um, a couple of uh, Delos tech, uh, Destinations technicians. Hmm. So, uh, pretty cool Easter egg. Um, a lot of people were joking that that they would probably do better on Westworld than they did with Game of Thrones final season. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. It's just pretty funny. But uh, a cool Easter egg, you know? That's cool. For those yeah. that are fans. And a little trivia, if you didn't know, the composer of the Game of Thrones uh, theme song is the same composer of Westworld's theme song. That it is. Really? Know. Yeah, the okay. same. If you uh, listen to both, maybe you can find some similarities in the style. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, man. Um, General Hux from Star Wars himself, Dom Gleason, uh, will be in a new HBO series called Run. He's going to be starring with Fleabag's Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Um, it's about two exes coming back together, a result of a 17-year-old pact launched by one word text, Run. Um, so that's really... Really vague, but uh, <laughs> but you have two actors that I respect, and they're really they're very good. They're very good British actors, so might be worth checking out. Um, sure. HBO's run. Um, okay, yeah, man. So HBO Max. I'm curious if it's going to be delayed. I haven't read anything, but the Friends reunion will be delayed on um, on HBO Max due to the pandemic. They're supposed to be filming um, this week, so. Uh, Fucking pandemic. God damn it. Yeah. Really wanted my friends. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Although this wasn't a, what we wanted, a scripted friends, you know, series or film. It's going to be a reunion, unscripted, 
I guess, them talking about it. So, yeah. but you know, it's still worth uh, taking a look. You know, sure. Yeah. Um, if you are a fan of um, the Crown and uh, British history and all that stuff, Hulu has released their version of that genre, which is called um, The Great. It's um, a series that tells the story of Catherine, Catherine the Great, uh, starring mm-hmm. Elle Fanning and her her journey to become the longest reigning female ruler in Russia's history. Okay. Cool. Um, might be willing to check that one out. Um, so yeah, probably is, not. No. <laughs> so this is this is a cool premise of a show, guys. It's called Upload. All right. So the actor Nathan, portrayed by Robbie Amell from Arrow, you know Stephen Amell's brother. He's given a choice. He's either going to fight for his life or undergo an upload. And I guess when you undergo the upload, you technically die. But your mind goes to this this virtual afterlife. So um, you go to a place called Lakeview, a luxurious digital afterlife. And, and uh, it's a very strange world because it's all digital and virtual. But you technically live forever, but you die. Does that make it? That's so deep, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it's so they, it's Robbie Amell, so I don't know how uh, captivated I'll be by it. <laughs> the premise is really cool, and it's going to be on Amazon Prime, and we all have Amazon Prime, don't we? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, might be worth a look. Um, I might I might scope out an episode or two. Yeah, I will not. You will not, Chachi. You will not. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was I being I was being nice. I probably won't care. Yeah, next next too nice. I'm too nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Robbie. Oh man. Fuck. <laughs> so here so of course it's another streaming service, Queeby. We've been talking about Queeby for a long time here on Below the Belt Shows. They're now ramping up all this content. But as you know, they're all about short episodes. So they're good for short attention spans. They're good for for uh, mobile devices, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, Quibi released a trailer of their show called The Most Dangerous Game. It stars Liam Hemsworth, Thor's brother, um, the lesser known brother. <laughs> uh, it's an action thriller. It looks pretty cool. Um, also stars Christoph Waltz, who I respect. He's a great actor, if you haven't seen his work. How did they rope him into that? Wow. I know, right, Quibi? Um, it's got, must got paid a lot of money. Yeah, Queeby's got a ton of money, uh, supposedly for this. New How? Like, I don't know. They, they have a, 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 a. Um, I think I mentioned on the show before, but it's definitely uh, a billionaire financing. I was going to say the, the 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 producer has to be a trust fund baby. There's only yeah. there's no other way. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And this is another big one, of course, is um, Survive, starring uh, Sophie Turner, who we all lo- love as Sansa Stark. Some. From Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah, she's so hot. Uh, yeah, and she something she's else, right. guys. She's doing all right. And she's a sweetheart, guys. I got to just just hang out with her a few months ago, actually. Kinda Isn't nice. she like really fucking tall? I hear she's over. She's, she's like six feet. She's she's she is she is on the tall she is side. Tall. Yeah, she's definitely on the tall side. Cool. You were hanging out for hours, weren't you? Her, you and her. Um. Yeah, like a, good, like a good part of a week, I think. A good part of a week, we're hanging out, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because. Like, it's funny because I meet the same people at these award shows. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I, you know, having a cocktail with uh, Nancy from Stranger Things. Well, you we know, had good dinner at, um, at her house with her parents, right? 
<laughs> no, I think you're thinking of uh, Tara Reid. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's, <laughs> okay. that's you a had dinner concept. at Tara Reid's parents' house? Uh, T- Tara Reid's brother's house. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's where that works. <laughs> <laughs> but the show with Sophie Turner is called Survive. It's pretty cool. The, 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 the effects looks amazing, by the way. It's uh, her and Corey Hawkins. You remember Corey Hawkins from... Uh, a straight out of Compton uh, biopic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And also, who was Heath from The Walking Dead? Um, they they're both the sole survivors of a plane crash, and they're they're uh, trying to survive after the plane crashes on a remote island. Wow. Um, huh? Pretty crazy. Usually, don't have. Usually, it's it's all everyone survives or no one survives. So, um, I don't know. Has there in real life a plane crash where only one or two survive, other than what we see in movies. Like, I know in Unbreakable, Bruce Willis survived. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's crash, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it's kind of weird, because it's you'll just find, such... You'll find out. Yeah, that's a, that's a Google search there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Google search at home for us. Right, right. Um, and Queeby's also... Um, they have a story with... Uh, a new series with Lawrence Fishburne. So they're definitely putting out the money. <laughs> uh, it's called Free Rashawn. Uh, tells the story of a young black Iraq War veteran, played by Stephen James, who was set up by a New Orleans police on a drug deal, uh, runs for his life and finds refuge in his apartment, along with his girlfriend and child. So that's another series on Queeby. So Queeby's uh, bringing out the content, guys. Look at, look at Queeby go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good for you, Queeby. Are they going to yeah. get your? Are they going to get your eight ninety nine a month? Yeah. Not. Absolutely I, not. Don't think so. no. I mean, how does Quibi have a chance in hell? I mean, because like I think, I think Apple Apple Plus is um is is Apple TV Plus is hurting. Well, this, yeah, that's Apple. yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't get that either. Well, yeah. Apple's cheap compared to the other streaming platforms. It's only four ninety nine, right? So right. Well, for now, yeah. But well, how much is Quibi? Is Quibi eight ninety nine? You said. I, see, I don't know. I have to look uh, that one up. But uh, well, yeah, yeah, it's four ninety nine for Apple TV. But how much are you spending on your iCloud? How much are you spending on iTunes? How much are you yeah. spending on the fucking phones and the computers and shit? They got enough of my money. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah. Oh man, all right, Chachi, we've got to talk about some uh, Walking Dead, bro. So, yeah, uh, bro. so there's a lot of bad news with you know with us talking about one of our favorite shows. So. This is crazy, Nick. Um, season 10, all right, the finale, due to the pandemic, they cannot finish po- post-production on the season finale, so that will be delayed. So we're getting the penultimate episode as our season finale for now is basically what's happening. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the fi- I'm the fi- all shook up about it. So episode 15, <laughs> episode 15 of season 10 will serve as the current season finale, and they'll release episode 16 um, as a special episode later in the year. That That's episode okay. was supposed to uh, be released on April 12th. The thing is, if it's post-production, guys, they don't need the actor. They just need one editor in the editing room doing VFX, I think, right? I mean... I don't know what they ex- exactly need to do for post FX, but well, I guess, I mean, what about like sound and ADR and, and all that other shit? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It depends on where in the post-production, I guess they are, aren't they? Yeah. That's such a, bummer. such a bummer. They finished they just... filming in December. 
Hmm. Yeah. What really sucks is that now that the obviously every production's on suspended, season eleven is now going to be delayed. Obviously. Yep. So right. Don't expect that to come out in October. Um, yeah, also, right. yeah, and the Walking Dead spinoff, the new one, it's a limited series, The Walking Dead World Beyond, which I got to work one episode on in Richmond, which was oh, that's cool, pretty cool experience. Um, I thought well, it was no, more of like uh, teenagers in that in that series. Yeah, but there's like young people. people. There's a lot of there's Al, a lot of, when Al shaves the gray hair, he looks very youthful. Thank you very it. much. Thank you, thank you. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Moisturizes. That's the trick. Yeah. Well, you know, you need all kinds of people in the apocalypse. You don't just sure. need a. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, World Beyond will no longer debut on April twelfth as planned. Um. Uh. Yeah. So they're moving it to later in the year. Um. They didn't. So they didn't really say a, a specific reason. Obviously, it has to do with the pandemic. Yeah. And I have a feeling it has to do with the same reasons that the. The season finale of Walking Dead won't air, um, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see, guys. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, makes, it makes sense. Yeah. See what happens. See what happens, guys. Um, so I guess let's talk about the, this episode 13, Chachi. Uh, this was Michonne's last episode. Uh, Nick, I know you know Michonne. I know you're watching. I uh, do know for... who Michonne is. <laughs> so she's one of the OGs on The Walking Dead and, uh, of course, played by Denai Guerrero. Her final episode was episode 13, and it kind of ended how I would. I kind of predicted it because I knew they weren't going to kill her off. We all knew that she was going to kill them. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. People, you know, people who leave was the show... Was it ambiguous? Do we not know if she's alive or dead, or is it just like we, she walked off in the sunset? She's kind alive. Of we know she's alive, uh, Nick, so... What happened was um, she met up with a guy named Virgil who apparently had some um, refuge in an island, um, I guess somewhere close to where Alexandria is. Uh, Not forget, where did she meet him at? Because I, I couldn't remember when I watched um, the he was He was in the Oceanside area, okay. so close to the Atlantic Ocean somewhere. So, um, and he took she met him like a while ago? Yeah, this was, uh, this was last season. Oh, that's why I couldn't remember. Uh, sorry, okay. you know what? No, that was that was the first half season. No, 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 Chachi. It's actually the first half of, of this current season. Okay. Yeah, the first half. So he meets with Virgil, and Virgil says he's got weapons on this island and everything, and ends up, um, you know, she ends up being uh, abducted, kidnapped, and turns oh, out some, uh, several other people are, are on this island as well. And eventually she escapes, and um, she, she releases the other... Um, abducted uh, people as well, and um, apparently she does not kill Virgil, which is kind of crazy. I guess he kind of, uh, uh, I don't know. It was kind of wild. Did you, I, were you surprised that Virgil wasn't killed? No, I, thought, I think she has a she has a good um, heart, so I figured that she would keep him alive. She keep him alive after locking him locking her up. Yeah. Now well, I just think that, that maybe somebody else would her head off, but that's just... yeah. I thought somebody else may have killed her, but I didn't think she was going to. You mean Virgil? Yeah. Yeah, you mean him, right. Him, but, like, yeah. yeah, so, like, she was drugged. So, uh, Michelle was drugged, Nick. And uh, when she was drugged, we saw a really cool what-if scenario. If if Michelle did not meet up with the, 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 the current survivors and instead met up with Negan and the Saviors and became a part of the Saviors. And it was really cool because they did some cool visual effects with Michonne 
um, uh, with Negan handing Michonne the baseball bat and deciding who to not to kill. Right. Uh, we all remember. I think Nick, you were still watching at the time. I was still Negan, watching that. I saw when, that episode. Yeah. When Negan did the eeny meeny miny mo, and of course, yeah. sadly, Glenn and Abraham died. Yeah. They did a what if scenario, and they did it quick because they used the the whole footage, um, from that from that episode, uh, and inserted Michonne talking to Negan, and then Michonne about to wax him off, and then we also saw another what if scenario where Michonne actually gets killed by Rick, and which is crazy because Michonne and Rick are actually a couple, and yeah. that gets to the yeah. point when Michonne escapes, finds a boat, and on the boat she finds Rick's cowboy boots, and this is where I have a, this is the pro- one problem I have. He's got a fucking cell phone. Cell phones have long been gone the apocalypse. Chachi, why... Yeah. Why is there a cell phone on this boat that bothers me? Well, if you look at the cell phone, he had on the front of the cell phone, he drew a picture of um, of of Michonne and Mich- Judith, right? The daughter. So maybe he just carried it around. It's kind of like, a, I mean, to kind of feel connected to like the past when you actually had a cell phone and had that as your like wallpaper on your phone. Yeah, that's actually a good um, theory, Chach. That's a good way. I mean, no, no other reason why he would have it because that, that was drawn. That was drawn on the glass of the front of the cell phone. Right. Picture. Right. I mean, so it's, it's not sh- like he can play, you know, games on a functioning phone because. No. Well, yeah. she sees the phone. She sees the boots, and the other um, people that are trapped on the island. She escapes via the boat. They land to the, this other area where people are in front of all this, like, military and helicopters, and that's where it cuts off. So right. it's, I guess, um, as you know, Rick left the show in a helicopter. Right. But I didn't know that, but cool. Okay. And then you get this, like, you know, from a distance shot, Chachi, right? Yes. Of what it appeared to be a lot of people waiting in line, and it looked like military he- helicopters, right? Right. So it was kind of hard to tell, uh, um, but I assume that those stories are linked, and it makes sense actually. If you think about it, the way for Michonne's story to continue is that she left to try to find Rick. So. The only problem, another problem I had, though, with this episode is that, I mean, she's a mother of two kids. Why wouldn't she bring the kids? Obviously, they explained because, you know, she didn't, you know, it was a dangerous, unknown path. She might right. be endangering her kids by bringing her. But she doesn't, like, stop to say goodbye. You think that Michonne, or any mother for that matter... Granted, this is a fictional universe. You have two young children. Wouldn't you want to see your kids before you go off? Well, I mean, I guess we're going to find out soon if this um, whole um, quarantine thing doesn't end. Sure. I mean, You're maybe she just those... really hates her kids. Yeah, I mean, those kids are a big liability. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, well, I guess that makes sense in that sense. But uh, but Judith actually, <laughs> Judith actually convinced Michonne saying that that took care of the Whisperers. As you know, we mentioned last week that Alpha was killed. Spoiler alert. And that mm-hmm. they're going to be okay. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what mother would want to leave two young kids behind, but um, but we're just going to have to buy it for now, right? I guess so. 
I mean, I guess they still wanted to have the kids on the show. I mean, they could have easily had the kids leave them a show, and then the kids have been written off as well. But right. But I don't know. That that's an arguable point, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll see. I'll see why you already saw. Chats, don't tell me you already saw this Sunday's episode. Did you really? No, I mean you'll see when it happens. You'll oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, know mean... I know you're seeing these. <laughs> I know you're seeing the episodes early. Right. <laughs> Making me jealous about seeing them early. <laughs> <laughs> Resulting in uh, alleged bit torrent because you told me how great an episode it was. <laughs> Allegedly, right. <laughs> oh my God! All right, other TV news, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, so um. So I know you don't like more streaming services to add to your monthly billing, but uh, CBS All Access announced that starting immediately, they're offering a one-month free subscription, Chachi, for Smart. anyone in the U.S. through April 23rd. As you know, with this pandemic, a lot of people are watching TV, right, Nick? A lot of people are sitting in front of their televisions. Yep. And uh, just as tens of a mil- uh, millions of Americans are finding out themselves sequestered at this time he said that uh well patrick stewart the star of star trek picard uh posted a link to redeem one month um and all users have to do is use the code gift g-i-f-t yeah so normally it's 9.99 a month for cbs all access that's pretty steep for just, uh, you know, CBS. That's very steep. I mean, yeah. you get you get the two Star Trek TV shows, and you get all the network CBS from previous seasons. So it depends if you're a CBS fan. So I don't you gotta know. You'd be a big CBS fan. <laughs> yeah. I think you also get like additional seasons of Big Brother that they don't air, but. Like who says, like, oh, I love CBS. Like, that's my favorite <laughs> channel. Let me go buy a CBS t-shirt. I want my CBS. Yeah. Nobody says CBS and chill, right? No. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. Yeah, try telling a girl to come over and watch CBS with you. Yeah, that's going to get <laughs> you nowhere. Get, you might get, like, Betty White or somebody. <laughs> yeah. Come watch CBS with me. We'll watch, we'll watch oh, old... Um, <laughs> we'll watch old... Um, Episodes of the Twilight Zone with um, there you go, Rod Sterling. (laughs) So this is an interesting one, guys. So the NBC medical drama New Amsterdam, starring Ryan Eggle, found itself in a weird spot um, amidst the global pandemic. They actually had to pull an episode about a flu pandemic. Called the title of the episode was called Pandemic. Can you believe it, guys? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, it was originally slated to be released on April 7th. Instead, uh, they decided to yank the episode, um, which I guess, you know, this is actually the show also where Daniel Day Kim um, most likely uh, contact, it. contacted. Yeah. Yeah. Got the virus. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean. Crazy, crazy coincidence, guys. Really I mean, crazy. I mean, if you guys remember after 9-11, I mean, that kind of stuff happened, like, all the time, of them canceling stuff. And, like, remember there was a big list of songs they did, thought that they, you shouldn't be able to play? 
and like WWE, um, their theme song was like, let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. got rid of that. Like, I mean, people were like super sensitive about everything that, you know, had nothing yeah. to do with 9 11. What I remember about that is uh, the first Spider-Man with Tobey yeah. Maguire. Right. It, it had a, its first trailer, and, and I remember seeing that first trailer because you see the two towers, and there's a helicopter right. that was stuck with some webbing, and they had to take that out. I remember yes. that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, anything related to pandemic, expect that to get pulled if if, uh, if there's anything. But ironically, films like Contagion are are trending on Netflix. Yeah, an <laughs> yeah. outbreak. Remember seeing. Yes, (laughs) it's trending on Netflix, but yet they're going to pull this episode, which is, I guess, uh, ironic. But uh, and The Walking Dead is about to rise too. I've seen online people watching like those kind of movies, and I'm like, I mean, why even bother? I'm like, I'm like, we're like living it. It's like annoying enough. Exactly. About it. Absolutely. Yeah. Very very valid point, guys. Um, uh, other television, uh, I think we mentioned Robin Roberts will be conducting Good Morning America from home after her doctor recommended she do so due to her medical history. Um, also, uh, last uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, Real Time with Bill Maher are actually planning their returns, but will be taping their shows from their respective homes. So this is exactly what Below the Belt is doing tonight, guys. Pretty funny. They're stealing our idea. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> The views. Uh, Megan McCain, who's actually eight months pregnant, um, decided to also self-isolate and uh, work from home. She's actually, while the rest of her view panelists are in studio, she is um, she is, uh, I guess, remotely remotely a part of the show, which is interesting. Wait, wait. So uh, the view is still recording from the studio? I think so because it said that she's uh, appearing on the view at home from via satellite. So I guess the the rest of the hosts. Are doing the show without an audience. I guess that's how they can do it, right? Well, it's how like they normally do the show, yeah. right? Uh, they have an audience, I believe. No, I mean you? no audience at all, right? The View usually has an audience, but right now they don't. No. Right. I thought they had no audience at all, like watching or anything. I get it. That's more accurate, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. I can't believe they're still doing the show. I mean, that show is annoying enough. Like, who wants to watch them sit around <laughs> talking about, you know, all the stuff yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, if I want to watch, watch a Joy bunch Bear- of old grumpy people bicker, I'll go on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> you want Joy, uh, Joy Bearheart yeah. bitching about the virus. Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. So, obviously, more music events getting canceled, guys, amidst the pandemic. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony moved to Saturday, November 7th, um, which will uh, obviously. I mean, that's a wise month to choose. I mean, that's a little further than the summer. So, obviously, the inductees include Nine Inch Nails, The Pesh Mode, Doobie Brothers. The Pesh Mode. Yes, The Pesh yes. Mode. Woo-hoo. That's Doobie your Brothers. boys. Yes, right. That's right. Whitney Houston, T-Rex, and Notorious B.I.G. T-Rex. T-Rex. Who the hell is T-Rex? Aren't uh, they from the 80s? Isn't that an 80s thing? Isn't T-Rex? Yeah. I just remember them from the uh, heavy metal soundtrack. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll go to the Hall of Fame because of that one song, probably. I don't know. I was going to say, they're Hall of Fame caliber. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, the Coachella of the East Coast, as I call it, Firefly, officially postponed, guys. Yes. Um, 
It's actually not even postponed, guys. It's actually canceled. They canceled it. Yeah. yeah that festival, was a really good lineup, too. The four-day festival was set to take place uh, at the Woodlands from June 18th to the 21st with Rage Against the Machine, Billie Eilish, oh. Halsey, Khalid, Blink-182. Uh, one of my favorites was Churches. That was on the lineup. Um, very sad that they can't even... The thing is, it's all—it's an outdoor festival. I guess they didn't want to ha- risk it and schedule it in the summer and have to cancel it again, right? Right. So they really couldn't move it to the fall. So there you go, guys. It—it's—they're not going to have Firefly this year, which is sad. That sucks, especially that with that. Benefits. Oh that's no! Probably... All the rich white girls. What are they going to do? <laughs> it is expensive, man. Those yeah. festivals are fucking expensive, man. Yeah, I'm like. Yeah. Need to have like a festival at Chachi's house. Yeah, right. Did, oh yeah. Um... <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh Nick, you're shaking your head. <laughs> shaking my head. You know, like rich white girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be in their house if they're rich. <laughs> if I had to pick. If right. I had to pick. That's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga announced. So this is interesting. Some artists are launching their albums because people are in the pandemic. They want to, uh, you know, people need things to do, like listen to music. Right. So Lady Gaga decided to postpone her upcoming album for her release on April 10th, I guess due to uh, the pandemic. But, like, Dua Lipa announced she's going to be releasing her album earlier on March 27th. So I don't know. They have two different philosophies. Who's that? Um, Dua Lipa. She is hot. Are you not familiar with Dua Lipa, Chachi? I'm going to Google her. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a Romanian pop star, and she is drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yes, she is. <laughs> Nick, Dua Lipa? That's her name? Yeah, if you have a, ch- a chance to Google her, she is smoking. So Dua yeah, Lipa she is pretty hot. In all these kinds of situations, we need to yeah, act all right. Work together to make a change, but I guess you know what I'm going to do is instead of my album coming out April 3rd, it's actually going to come out on March 27th. So there you go. Her philosophy is completely different than Lady Gaga's. Lady Gaga. What's her hit song? Anything big? Um, yes, but I. It's one of those songs I hear on the radio. I don't know what okay. the title is, but uh, yeah, she's got a couple of hits. <laughs> Let's see. Pearl Jammer acts. Don't actually, start now. Don't start now. It's a big one, yeah. Be the one. Okay, she's been around for, been around for a few years. Been around for a minute, right? Yeah. 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 Been around for a few minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pearl Jam's actually asking their fans to dial long distance, assuming, um, to to uh, actually have a preview of their album called Gigaton out this week's. Uh, they can you can actually call five eight five twenty. Pearl <laughs> for the chance to hear their new songs, Dance of the Clairvoyance and Super Blood Wolf Moon. Um, definitely was a Pearl Jam fan back in the day. Might have to do that. But talk about old school promotion using a good old fashioned dial this number and hear our songs. <laughs> and you said it's long distance? It's, yeah, area code 585-20-Pearl. So, what is that? Uh, that's Rochester, New York, actually. Well, it's not long distance with a cell phone, right? I guess technically not, yeah. No. I thought you meant like you had to call some other country number or whatever. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, how old I, are you? 
How old are you now? Where New York um, number is long distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing your age now. <laughs> you know, the, the writer of this article is showing their age, not oh, me. Okay. Oh, okay. Because Verbane and Pearl Jam are asking their fans to die long distance. That's long very. Distance, my God. <laughs> <laughs> buy, buy one of those calling cards. Maybe you can like um, someone to buy you one of those. So I've read, right? Long distance New York number. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably, still, probably still calls the weather on on his phone. <laughs> Mr. Movie Mr. phone. Oh my God, crazy! Um, the Summer Olympic Games have been postponed a year, guys, until 2021. Yeah, guys, what do you think about that? So they're they're already deciding. No, let's just go ahead and just postpone the games entirely for an entire year. I mean, that's a very that's smart, smart move. It's a smart move. Which I'm yeah. surprised it took them that long to even do that because, I mean, who wants to go to an event with people from all around the world showing up? I mean, it sounds like a nightmare. Even, yes. even if we could pass all this, like, in a month or whatever, like, would you still want to go to a place with the whole entire world yeah. convenes? Like, and, like, I know, like, before they even announced it, I think it was Canada and, like, another country already um, announced they were not going to the Games um this year so I, I think that's why they decided to um cancel it now yeah yeah i mean think about it you can't have uh the olympics in front of a in front of no Nobody. audience <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah figure all these so the all these athletes who are competing you gotta figure they yeah. they're not competing in like training as well as they were before all this started happening you know right it's much more difficult to train absolutely so, yeah that's an easy um decision and it's a lot of uh, advertisers as well. Um, there's so many moving parts to the Olympics. It's not just the sports; it's advertisers. Oh yeah. That are all about you know, um, you know, um, making amazing, amazing um, money during this time. Doesn't McDonald's uh, advertise for them? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean that's was always the weirdest. Um, <laughs> that's always the weirdest um, partnership. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, like who, like. Who out of these athletes are sitting around eating McDonald's? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, no athletes eating a Big Mac. Well, the ones that visit Donald Trump at the White House. There you get, go. <laughs> they get <Yeah>. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, they're, not, they're not in the uh, Olympics. Well, they're, uh, you know, they're NCAA basketball players. Yeah. College basketball players. Which brings me to my next point. How strange is it? I turn on ESPN, guys. Due to having no sports right now, they're showing eating contests, dogs. <laughs> Dude, eating, they sh- eating dogs? No, well, separate. Yeah, that's oh, China. <laughs> that's not China. China. <laughs> like, oh my God! I mean, they hit, they hit rock bottom. Yeah. Oh, well, I saw eating contests. I saw <laughs> dog shows, and I've seen, dude, a video game of the Capitals versus the Red Wings. Maybe I don't know who they're playing, but it was a video game. Really? Hmm. On ESPN, it was a, a video game. Video game. Wow. That's where we are now. That's where yeah. we are. ESPN has nothing to show. If you think about it, they, they could rebroadcast old games, but who wants to watch an old game that, you know, that you already know the result, you know? That's a shame. Exactly. Y'all really enjoyed hearing their politics during all these different sporting events from the hosts. You know how they how they just shoehorn their politics into different, like, sporting events? That was yeah. always fun. Yeah. I mean, esports, man, that's where all the <laughs> money's at now anyway, so they might as well put it on ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty nuts, guys. Pretty nuts. Um, but um, 
but there is one sport, which we're going to get to a little later, that is still going strong without an audience, guys. It's, really, you think of, it's WWE it wrestling. WWE Wrestling. Oh, it's not Pocket Pool. Okay. Yeah, it's not Pocket Pool. Yeah, not Pocket Pool. WWE Wrestling. In these trying times. Yeah. Would it be really taken off? WWE Wrestling, can you believe it, guys, is electing to continue and actually show WrestleMania at their performance center on two nights. And we mentioned this last week, but they're actually. This is why well, I didn't. I thought it was going to be live, but apparently, they have to tape this week because oh. they act, because they actually ordered that the county, Orange County in Florida, where Orlando, where the performance center is, will be under a stay-at-home order, beginning Thursday at 11 p.m. They have to tape WrestleMania this week, Chachi. Can you believe wow. it? Wow, that's, that's insane. They're taping um, night one tonight, and they're taping night two tomorrow. So I guess they gave them a little leeway with the time. I guess that we'll go a little past 11. So they're going to wrap their tapings this week. WrestleMania will not be live, um, but it's got a strong-ass card. I mean, this card's really, really good. So that's the thing about wrestling. Sports you can – real legitimate sports you can push. Yeah. Wrestling is all storyline-based. You can't really push a feud months down the road. It just it yeah. doesn't work, you know? So when is WrestleMania I, going to air on the 4th? It's going to be April 4th and April 5th. That's Saturday and So what Sunday. are they going to do they're airing during this week, you said, right? Uh, they're going to tape this week. So what are they going to do next week and for the live shows? For, well, Raw and SmackDown hasn't been live. Oh, They've they actually, been, actually been using the Performance Center on different days during the week to record segments. And they combine it with um, previous pay-per-view matches. That's how they're filling up that time slot. It's pretty insane if you want to. I might actually out. watch some of this because I'm just curious to see what it's like without an audience. I saw um, it's not good. with Stone Cold, and he <laughs> was like, it's so different doing these matches with nobody there to react to it. Right. It's crazy. Yep, it is insane, dude. Yeah. It's insane. So WWE is actually um, treating the fans and making WWE Network uh, free for a limited time. Now, that does not include WrestleMania. Yeah. So apparently there's going to be like a free tier, and they're also going to do, I guess, a different level tier where you get WrestleMania and pay-per-views. That's so fair. I guess it's a smart thing to kind of expand it, because honestly, other than pay-per-views, I'm not really watching anything else on WWE Network. And uh, thanks to a buddy who won't mention on the air, uh, he's, we're sharing a password, so uh, thank you. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah, thank you, thank you, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. yep. Um, so, um, so, um, they had to make some changes with the card of WrestleMania. Dana Brooke and Rey Mysterio are apparently under quarantine as they've started to exhibit some cold flu-like symptoms. They haven't taken a test yet. Knock on wood, they're okay. Let's hope. But they decided to pull them off the WrestleMania card. Um, Dana Brooke was actually going to be in a, uh, six-pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rey Mysterio was supposed to be in a um, United States Championship um, match, so that's going to be next. They actually decided because this is kind of like weird because now they're going to have because Rey Mysterio is going to challenge for the U.S. title. They're going to have the U.S. champion who's Andrade now in a tag team match um, and challenging the SmackDown tag team. I'm sorry, the Raw tag team champions now. 
So it's going to be Angel Garza and Andrade Cien Almas, the United States champion. They're going to challenge the Street Profits for the tag titles now. And it's crazy because Andrade's already U.S. champion. I mean, he's challenging for the tag championship when he's already, I don't know. I mean, they could have put anyone else in that position, but they gave it to Andrade and Angel Garza for some reason. I guess we're going to skip um, doing the um, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's right, Chachi. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the Women's Battle Royal have been nixed from the cards, but as you know, that violates the 10 people proximity rule. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So that's why... You definitely don't want that, yeah. You can't do that match. And if you notice, the, the biggest match was... With the, most of the number of people, as far as the match was that women's uh, six-way, because you, you just had the referee and then the six women competing, and that's seven. That's still under ten. So now it's five because Dana Brooks out, so that's still that's still six people. So still under ten people, so it doesn't violate the rule. But, um, yeah, it's Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Tamina Snuka, and uh, challenging Bailey in a fatal five-way match now for the... Uh, women's title and as you know undertaker versus aj styles is now going to be a gimmick match called a boneyard match uh i don't know what that entails it means um, there's I, nobody there <laughs> <laughs> i i don't uh i don't like gimmick matches i'm not a fan of the gimmick matches i, I heard the boneyard match means you have to stay you have to stay um 10 feet away from the guy who's over 60 <laughs> that's, that's the rules of the match you guys need to have an argument over skype undertaker i mean he's up to that demographic god bless him <laughs> edge versus andy orton is a last man standing match now as uh uh i believe uh, edge accepted uh randy orton's uh challenge so, uh, yeah. Um, Elias is going to be uh, in a one-on-one match with King Corbin. That should be exciting. Bobby Lashley versus Alistair Black. Uh, that should be an exciting match, one-on-one match there. And as the matches that we've already announced, guys, includes John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Women's Championship of NXT. And in the two main events, or two world title matches, Brock Lesnar uh, faces Drew McIntyre. And Bill Goldberg wrestles Roman Reigns. So that's your WrestleMania card, guys. Um, And of course, as you already mentioned, that the Hall of Fame will be rescheduled for a future date. NXT's uh, TakeOver, which is the uh, pay-per-view before WrestleMania, will now take place on NXT. They'll have they'll just have those matches on the NXT program now. So there you go. I mean, this really um, sucks for WWE. I mean, and like, I can only imagine that a lot of the wrestlers are going to like lose a, a lot of their bonus. Yes, because uh, it's all about pay-per-view buys, but not only that, the live attendance, the merchandise sales. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to get any of that, although they'll we'll get the pay-per-view buys and the WWE Network. I think most uh, people probably get it off the WWE Network now, right, for $10 a month. I mean, who's paying $60 now That's right. for a pay-per-view? Pay-per-views used to be that much, guys. That's yeah. crazy. I remember going to, like, friends' houses, and we would split that $69.99 yes. amongst everybody just right. to watch the pay-per-view. <laughs> going to Kelly Bell's, Kelly Bell's house. 
Yeah, they yeah. they actually they still do that for UFC because UFC they're still cheap. Uh, they're still cheap. They still well cheap in the fact that they charge us an arm and a leg to watch their pay per views. Right, right. Um, but it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is this is gonna be a weird WrestleMania. Definitely one for the books. Definitely one for the books. And you you're gonna be tuning in, Chach? I don't know. Like I don't really watch wrestling anymore, so I don't know. I I just might because I got nothing else to do. Nick, yeah, actually, I'm curious. I'm curious uh, if you do get a chance to watch. It's going to be 10.99, or sorry, 9.99. But um, you well, can cancel actually, it. I'd have to run that through the wife because you know money and stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm curious what your thoughts are uh, would be on that. Um, so as you know, they have AEW All Elite Wrestling, um, and uh, the two debuts last week, including Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper, from the Y family. And Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy also debuted. Also, they oh, yeah, also. You do know Matt Hardy, the Hardy Boys. They actually uh, debuted. They did the same thing on AEW, um, um, an audi- uh, with no audience at one of their arenas. Um, so that was cool. Um, obviously, that's the only way they could continue. The same way WWE decided to do it. Um, in addition, um, Rock and Roll Express member Ricky Morton. Remember the Rock and Roll Express, Chachi. Yeah announced um, on a podcast that he's been diagnosed with Bell's palsy. Oh, Bell's man. palsy is this, is that when you, your face becomes, like, um, paralyzed. paralyzed. Yeah, and it kind of disfigures the face. Not, yeah. That's what it's Jim Ross has. Yeah. Exactly, that's what Jim Ross has. So um, he assures that he's doing fine, but he was diagnosed with Bell's palsy. So we – I mean, so Jim Ross had it pretty bad, but he kind of improved over the years. So he doesn't, he doesn't have it that bad. So maybe it's something that can be treated, and you know, um, in my opinion, uh, Jim Ross looks all right. He's doing okay. okay. Good. So, well, we do have a couple Good of shit. sad, a couple of sad passings not related to Corona. Hmm. Um, it includes um, one of the biggest names in country pop music. That's Kenny Rogers. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, six. He decades. knew when to fucking fold him, man. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, is that going to be the classic cut? Because that's a that's a post thing, anyways. Yes, it will be. That that song will be classic cut. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you got to know when to hold them, or whatever the name of that song is. Yep. So six decades of recording and performing, using his uh, gravel tinge vocals to. Uh, um, I mean, I'm reading verbatim. I don't want to read this verbatim, but um, he died at the age of 81 from natural causes in his home in Georgia. Um, and uh, certainly pretty sad. Um, he He's had been 30... in bad shape for a couple of years. Has he? Yeah. 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 30 number one singles across the U.S., pop, country, and adult contemporary. Um, he earned three Grammys, uh, five CMA Awards, eight AM- ACM Awards, um, along with a membership in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Wow. Oh, I mean, he was huge. He used to have his own um, franchise of, of chicken um, restaurants, Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah. So what happened to the Kenny Rogers Roasters? I don't know. Like, if you remember, like, that was a big episode on Seinfeld back in the day. Okay. That that they they opened a Kenny Rogers Roasters across the street from their apartment, and Kramer, like, fell in love with the um, chicken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just remember... Uh... Kenny Rogers from The Big Lebowski. He had that song just dropped in. I don't know if you guys remember that. 
I don't know. Dream, if I, like the the whole dream sequence from the Big Lebowski when he's dreaming about the bowling and the women yes. with the, the thing. <laughs> yes, so right. it's a so that's a Kenny Rogers song called Just Dropped In and Oh really? Uh, we actually played that song at my wedding. Oh. We did, yeah. Oh cool. well, just dropped in to, to see where see my what um, condition my condition, condition was. Is in. Yes, yes. Uh, that's a Kenny Rogers song. Nice. I always liked yeah. his song about um about the wife getting gang raped. You remember that song? Is that oh what that song God. is about? No, no, that's a different song. Oh. That's oh, okay. the um, the coward of the county. <laughs> oh, oh my okay. God! Yeah, it's about this guy who was like um, known as a coward because like his um, dad was um, his dad was in jail. This 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 kid's um, father was in jail and said, was told his kid like don't fight, don't do the things I've done, get into right. trouble and that kind of stuff. So he grew up avoiding confrontations or whatever, and and then people started calling him like yellow and the coward of the county. Jeez. And then one day, these um, Gatlin boys came to town, and they, it was three of them, and they just gang raped his wife. <laughs> and, then, Christ, and then this dude. guy finally, like, broke down and went and found the Gatlin boys in a bar, and they were laughing at him when he walked in. And, okay. like, and you know, he turned around, and they were like, oh, look, there goes old Yellow, you know, leaving. And then he walked over to the door and locked it, and then and beat the um, rapist's asses. <laughs> so it was a really right. dark story. song. but Good story. A dark song, but definitely, like, <laughs> It definitely sounded like an upbeat song, though. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Chachi, that's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, he had another he had another song where this guy got his um, he he got paralyzed from the war and like his wife kept him going to town like like whoring it up. <laughs> Gotta make her so money somehow, like, man. Yeah, a lot of dark songs. <laughs> These are things. Kenny this, Rogers. I had no idea that this is a legitimate Kenny, Kenny Rogers song. Yeah, this is a really crazy. funny um podcast. With um, Adam yeah. Carolla and um, Norm Macdonald, and oh, they wait, just, not the one, not below the belt show. No, no, this is this is actually a funny <laughs> show. Oh, come on, man! Like, yeah, they, they they discuss these two songs and go through the lyrics and stuff, and it's it's really hilarious. Okay. But I mean, no, but I mean, he had other you know, upbeat songs like like um, Islands in the Stream with um, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton actually gave a what? Are you sure you want that song to be the classic cut? What Dolly Parton? Uh, no, the the no one to fold them. Was that the title of the song? I would say that. Was, I don't think that's the name of the song, but I know that's a lyric. It's the gambler, right? I think it's the gambler. Yeah, yeah. They're just dropped in. Big Lebowski. You can't go wrong with Big Lebowski, man. Yeah. So we're gonna miss we're gonna miss Kenny Rogers. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, another yeah. big music name, a name for the music world, guys, is Billy Riflin. He's a versatile drummer. Who performed in three great bands, including R.E.M., Ministry, and King Crimson. Oh, um, shit. He had an eight-year uh, battle with cancer, and he died at the age Damn. of 59. Um, he's a Seattle native. Um, he was also uh, skilled with guitar, bass, and keyboard, so not only a drummer. He's um, a talented musician. Multifaceted musician, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. Uh, like when you see these deaths now, like in the news of a celebrity, you're like, "Oh God, the coronavirus." And when you find out they died of another like disease or or whatever, you're like, "Oh, it's kind of like a relief." Oddly enough. Yeah, yeah. you know. Find that yeah. too. I agree because so, like, like, I think you, you sent me this uh, link and I was like, "Oh crap! I hope it's not Corona." Right. And you're like, and "Oh no, no, it's just it was just cancer." Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cancer. Like, right. It's yeah. like you're kind of like relieved that it wasn't the coronavirus. Same with Kenny Rogers, you know, that, that yeah. could have been. But yeah. it said he, Kenny had, uh, Roger had died of natural causes. Right. Yeah. He, was, he was, in, like you said, bad shape. He was in hospice for a while. Yeah, he was sad. 
Yeah, another musician, uh, Eric Weisberg. Um, he did the Dueling Banjos. Oh, cover. shit. Yeah, did the <laughs> cover of Art. You know who that is, uh, Nick? No, I just know about the Dueling Banjos. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the 1972 film Deliverance. Yep. Yeah. Um, became an unlikely pop hit. Died at the age of 80 after a five-year struggle with dementia. I um, imagine... Imagine your career, and, and you're known for the song about, about guys getting raped. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's what you're known for. I mean, that was his only like really hit, I think, right? Yeah, that, that was yeah. Oh, because it's from Deliverance. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, that's why why he's known at all. I mean, that song wasn't I don't think that popular before that movie. It wasn't. No, that, yeah. that is what made it famous. I think nobody's cruising down the street listening to dueling banjos. <laughs> yeah, definitely not something you want to be remembered by. Um, obviously, you want to be remembered by something a little more, uh, less uh, obscene, right? <laughs> I guess. That's more than we're going to be known for, so good for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, guys. Um, Stuart Gordon, the a horror film director who directed the cl- classic Reanimator. He also co-created Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he died at the age of 72, um, I wonder if he was going to be involved in the new um, in the Honey new I, series at all. That's right, the new Honey I Shrunk the Kids on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, I wonder if he was supposed to be involved in it at all in that. It's a good question. I don't know either. Mm. Yeah. Um, also, um, Richard Klein, an Emmy-nominated producer and director of news and game shows, uh, died uh, at the age of 79. He worked with CBS in New York. Um, he worked on soap operas and CBS News broadcasts. Coverage of Apollo 9 and Cape Canaveral with Walter Cronkite. So. Wow. So those are the celebrity passings that are not due to corona. Of course, we already mentioned uh, earlier in the program the um, the uh, Top Chef contestant um, who uh, passed away and the restaurateur who passed away due to corona. So, um, guys, man, that that's all I have here notes but uh just to reflect a little bit it's it's pretty insane um how uh this pandemic has affected everybody in some way shape or form yeah Uh, i mean this is something you think of like think of all the the disasters uh natural disasters in the history of of mankind uh 9-11 like and and a lot of other tragic things that have happened Um, technically 9-11 wasn't natural no. Okay, well, we'll, we'll couple that. Disaster. Yeah, it wasn't but, that. Yes, I get, which, I yes. get you're saying. Uh, you get what I'm saying. How about a worldwide event? It's a worldwide event, no doubt. And it's okay. like the most distraught I've felt of an event since 9-11. But at the same time, this is something, um, this is this is a biological uh, invisible weapon, guys. And this is uh, something that, uh, that has really affected our lives. And... Uh, Really, and uh, it's just uh, at times I feel speechless. At times I feel uh, like I, I'm in a living a nightmare. Uh, I just never had a feeling like this before, guys. It's just so strange. It's 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 crazy. It it it. it I, I it, I'm trying. It's it's crazy to think about how like actually prepared you are for something like this, you know, like everybody always jokes about the zombie apocalypse. Right. Right. 
you know, but here we are in a situation where if you go outside and interact with people, there's a chance you could get very sick and die. Right. And if it goes on long enough, eventually the food in your fridge runs out. Eventually the food, you know, eventually the truck drivers are going to stop driving and then it becomes not a joke anymore, Mm. you know? And that's, that's what's crazy for me to think about. Yeah. is where does it become, when is it going to become something more than just stay at home and watch Netflix? And I hope it never ever gets to that because that would be awful. But, right. you know, like think about Katrina and what happened in New Orleans. You know, eventually the the support stopped coming and people were kind of fending for themselves. And, and the people that didn't have their guns taken away became uh, the ones walking around and stealing from everybody else, you know. So it's it's kind of crazy to think about what could happen to the entire planet in the next six months to a year. It's crazy. But knock on wood, that doesn't happen. Knock on wood. Um, it's all about flattening the curve, guys. So yeah. it's all about home. staying the fuck home. Um, Wash your hands and don't lick fucking strangers. Don't eat wild animals. <laughs> I said, wash your hands That's, and don't lick strangers. Well, that that too. And don't and don't, don't eat, eat wild, wild animals. animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, um, a meme today that said, um, whoever said one person can't change the world never ate an undercooked bat. <laughs> has that yeah, been proven or is that still speculative about the bat being the ultimate cause i heard they think it's from a bat but it might have been like where like another animal ate the bat and then that person ate that animal wow i don't think they think it's directly somebody what? ate a bat i don't think nick, nick did you eat something kind of wild you had a weird burp there yeah it was a hiccup <laughs> that was a hiccup <laughs> But, uh, sandwich. But no, they, they did match the uh, DNA or the of the virus. Yeah. Because a virus has a DNA, I guess. It's an yeah. organic um, mic- microcosm, whatever, microscopic uh, organism, whatever. And uh, they were able to, the sequencing of the, the, the genome, I guess, or the, see, my terms are probably fucked up because it's been a long time since genetics class. But, uh, but there was similarity with the DNA or something along the lines of the DNA between the bat and the coronavirus, the COVID-19. Right, right. So yeah, right. um, that is some crazy shit because actually there is a video that went viral, guys, that was of was of someone of, of a, the Wuhan market. And guys, it was some of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. I mean, dogs, I mean have you ever have you ever snakes, been to Asia? I've been to the Philippines, yeah. yeah. But I, I went to Hong Kong as a kid. Okay. And Hong Kong, a, a part of Hong Kong, it's called Wan Chai Market. Wan Chai Market is like a street, and it's like five or six blocks, and it's all butchers. It's all the meat that I think gets sold throughout the whole city. And it's just okay. it's like shit you see on TV, just meat hanging off the hook in the middle of the street, you know? In the middle of the street. And that's yeah. similar to what I saw online. You could probably Google it, guys, or search for it. Yeah. The Wuhan market, and you'll see, I mean, just, just snakes, dogs, uh, rats, bats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's, oh, what's crazy man. to think about with Wuhan, Wuhan is like a big-ass city. It's like New York or or Miami. It's, it's a city right. with millions of people that live in it. And if you yeah. look at it, it's a ghost town. It's, it's, just, it's just 
fucking wild to think Do about. Do you know what's weird? So yeah. apparently China is having very few new cases of corona. So I guess this is the part where they're flat. They're flattening the curve at this point. Yeah. So they've actually had the onset of the virus epidemic was in December, I believe. Yeah. In China. So December to January, February, March ish. Um, let's say three months. So three months from like where it became a pandemic in the U.S. Yeah. Specifically right. is March. So March, April, May, June. I don't know. Do you think we could see a similar? I think we, I think we'll either see it by then or we'll also see it sooner because uh, I, I've also read some reports from the WHO that the virus isn't mutating fast enough. Okay. Which is a good thing. That means that, you yeah. know, uh, they can create a vaccine and that vaccine will work. So knock on good. wood, that continues. Good. So we'll see. So, and another report from China, they actually just started opening uh, movie theaters in China. Did you hear That's about that? That's a good guys? sign. That's a good sign. Yeah, so I mean, if, I was I was scared when I read a report today that said that Waffle House was starting to close some restaurants. Right. That's how you know that shit is going down. Right. Because Waffle House stays open no matter what. No matter what, exactly. So they're even open yeah. on Christmas. I'm sure, right? Yeah. Like I mean, literally the only thing stuff. that's supposed to shut down a Waffle House is a tornado. So the fact Jeez. that, yeah. So the fact that uh, they're starting yeah. to close down that's a big deal. Isn't that something else, guys? That's crazy, man. Wow. But uh, I was actually trying to find what I what I um, it was something about the the first um, theaters that are opening up in China. So that is actually very optimistic, and that's good news. That the it fact that they're actually opening um, opening theaters in China now. Yeah. So. Um, but you know, you have to be careful because, like. Um... Uh -huh. There could be this resurgence of the virus when they open up and start getting into crowds again. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not. I have a feeling when everything starts going back up again, I'm not going to be the first ones out the door trying to go do shit. All <laughs> right. I'm going <laughs> to wait a little bit and just see be, how things go. Won't be crowd go. surfing the first one. Here it is, guys. I found it. So, over 500 movie theaters in China have reopened as of Saturday in wow. mainland China. Um, the numbers come from a report released by the Chinese ticketing service Myowen. Um and uh, so there you go. All right, so, that's cool. That yeah, works. I know it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious when stuff starts opening again for the yeah. first time, and it will probably be staggered. They'll probably be like, all right, you can only get into crowds of 50 people or less, and then it'd be like 100 people, then like 250, and then it'd be like you know. If free they're for smart, all. if they're smart, yeah, we'll see what happens. Right. We'll right. see. But, I mean, you know, you're going to have people, I mean, and all of us are in the same boat, took shit for granted. I mean, how many weekends were you home? You're like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm so bored. But you literally had the entire world open to you. You right. could travel wherever you wanted. You could go out to bars yeah. and, like, you can go to concerts. And you go to movie right. theaters. You can go to That's malls. That's kind of the funny thing. My life really hasn't changed that much <laughs> since the <laughs> pandemic. Oh, uh, you're pretty much a homebody? I'm a fucking homebody. It's me and the wife. We just stay home and watch our shows. So okay. we didn't change that much, but now <laughs> well, the we're appreciating the, the time. The hosting a below the belt show. There you go. Exactly. That's the thing. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, guys, that's all I have for tonight, guys. So, uh, all right. So, well, um, this is going to be a little different. Like, uh, we hope you, uh, our audiences, have enjoyed this uh, special presentation. Skype a version of Below the Belt show as we're still working out the kinks. So. We do not have a call-in guest tonight because of this is a new start to things. We're going to test it out, make sure everything works out well. 
We do have, my gosh, guys, saving the best Sundance interviews for last. It's probably some of the bigger names that we interviewed at the Sundance Film Festival. Um, On-location interviews with Eve Hewson. If you don't know the name, she has a very famous father who is one of the greatest bands of all time, U2. That's Bono. That's Bono, guys. Uh, But anyways, his daughter, an accomplished actress who stars in the movie called tesla um oh. tesla. yes yes so That's it's cool. um, a period piece um biopic um of tesla um also starring in that film and, uh, a very fun interview with actor and comedian jim gaffigan That's so cool. i'm so ending- pissed man i was supposed to see him in concert he uh, one of his shows in dc next month oh is he and- playing the ukulele no, no, he was going to do a well, stand-up thing. And you said, was, well, you said, you said concert, so... Uh. I meant, yeah, yeah, you know, I was going to go to one of his shows, and... There you go, there you go. Uh, we already bought the tickets, and sure yeah. enough, it got postponed, so that kind of sucks. But anyways. So, yeah, so closing out tonight's show, uh, on-location interviews from the red carpet premiere of Tesla at the 2020 Sundance Film Festival. This is the final interviews from Sundance, guys, from this event, guys. Um, as myself and Lauren interview Eve, uh, Jim Gaffigan, and we're also going to end tonight with Chachi's classic cuts, uh, Kenny Rogers, right, Chachi? Yes, Kenny What's Rogers. The, and what is the name of the song? Um, let's do, um, let's do Islands in the Stream with, um, Dolly Parton. Cool. Islands in the Stream, Islands in the yeah. Stream, this is the, the classic cut. Um, and this is, is this where we enter, uh, enter in the theme music? Yes, right here. Where my dog's at. It is time for King Chachi's classic cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi's. Chachi's. And go ahead and introduce the song, Chachi. That's right, it's Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's classic cut. Um, <laughs> this week, um, we're going to honor the late, great um, Kenny Rogers. Um, had many hits over the years, and, you know, especially a lot of hits in the 80s, which, you know, believe it or not, I love. You and are the king of the 80s. You're, you're the, right. you're the, you love the 80s? I love the 80s. I mean, believe it or not. I don't, I don't believe it. And this is the one he did a duet with um, Dolly Parton called Islands in the Stream. And, you know, and the song's been, like, sampled and stuff um, over the years by different people. But, you know, this is the original. So rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Legendary Kenny Rogers. And, of course, following that, our final interviews from Sundance, guys, from the red carpet premiere of Sundance 2020, Eve Hewson and Jim Gaffigan, guys. Amazing. Uh, wow. Ending tonight's Blow the Belt show. Our Skype, our remote first time ever Below the Belt show. The quarantine edition. The quarantine edition. Of Below the Belt. I am out. Or as people in Baltimore call it, quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Quarantine, huh? You know. Of of course, I'm joined by my co-host tonight, including the king of the 80s, Chachi McFly. Well, it's great to come into your home for like you know, an hour or so tonight. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to your home, get it? And yes. of course, that's right, guys. He is the very lovable, the very huggable 
former member of oh. the Marine Corps. Ooh, rah, he is Big Nick, the captain. That's me. Oh, man. Should I do it? I'm going to do it. Yes, okay, yes, yes, that's okay. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Thank you for flying Air BTB. Please keep your feet felt. Your seat. See, I can't fucking do it. I keep messing it up. Shit, it's the <laughs> corona. I think I have corona. Keep your seat <laughs> fastened and stay in your seat until we come to a complete stop. Fuckers. And enjoy, and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Guys, on behalf of everybody here, Chachi, mm. big captain. I'm Al Soto. Here comes a classic cut followed by. Jim Gaffigan, Eve Houston at Sundance. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, peace. Peace. Baby, when I met you, there was peace on home. I set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. Something going on. You do something to me that I can't explain. Hold me closer and I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got something going on. Tender love is. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. Oh, Jim. Jim. Hello, Jim. Thank you for wearing a summer dress when it's really cold outside. You know, I try. You know what dress should I wear for the interview? Who's that guy? Oh, that's Al, Al Soto. Al Soto? Yeah, he's, he's really cool. He's the coolest. Well, I I feel like I'm going to become friends with him. What do you want to know? So New York or L.A., which would you rather? Well, I live in New York, and I've lived in New York for 30 years, so that's where I am. Uh Now, where do you live in L.A.? Uh, The Valley and New York. But you were born in New York. Yeah. How did you know? I know this all. Are you psychic? No, but Soto, he's not from New York. No. How did you know? Wow. I know everything. I can tell you where everyone's from. Really? All right, Soto, he might have been born in Texas. She, she's California born. No? Oh, really? That's very interesting. Um, um, she was born in an insane asylum. Did you say Lebanon? Lebanon? Maryland. Maryland. Ah, oh, that's the Maryland flag? So how did you become so successful? Um, this is going to sound insincere, but diarrhea. 
Wow. That's what causes all success. That's where you think this about it. This guy has two reporters, which yeah. I think is impressive. He's very impressive. He's got a lot of things <laughs> going on. How is Tesla? I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it. This will be my first time seeing it. How is working with the, the director and the producers? I just want you to know that I was physically abused by Ethan Hawke every day. Well, that's amazing. Not sexual, just he would beat me up. Well, that's that's pretty cool, Jim. That's about it. And where can we find you on social media? Sorry. <laughs> do we have to get this microphone back to the 70s? When do we? <laughs> hey, it's Mr. Microphone. Hi. Hi, everybody. You know. What, what, have you been telling jokes? No, yeah. I've just been. Should we do our duet? No, you know what? We're going to do it later on. That's kind of personal. <laughs> five. Five, five children. Yeah, that's great. I have five children that I love dearly. I'm going to learn their names eventually. Well, awesome. Uh, Everyone follow Jim Gaffigan. He's awesome. And then click on this. And click on this. Yeah. And then follow Eve. Yeah, at Memphis Eve Houston. I know. It's catchy. Yeah, and watch Tesla. Everyone check out Tesla. Tesla. <laughs> Awesome. Now, how did you get cast in Tesla? Um, they actually offered it to me. I, I have mutual friends with Michael, the uh -huh. Almereda, the director, uh -huh. and um, yeah, they sent the script to me, and, and I read it, and I really liked it, and then I met with Michael, and blah, 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 it all worked out. Any tips for actors out there on how to book a, a movie like this? I have no tips for you, because I have no idea why or how it works when it works, but just keep going. And where can we follow you on social media? Um, I have Instagram. What's your Instagram? It's at Memphis Eve Houston. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. My name is Avatar, and she takes a liking to Tessa and uh, believes in him and thinks he's a genius and introduces him to her father. And he then invests in, in Tessa. So what kind of preparation do you take this role? Not a whole lot. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, the script explains a lot. I was in the right film, so there's a lot of information about the story in the script. Um, I read up about Anne Morgan a bit, but it, this wasn't like a literal interpretation of her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.